Hi, Julia here. Before we begin today's episode of Kids Bible in a Year, I have a special message for the parents and adults listening along. Kids, if you're listening alone, go ahead and pause this and get an adult so they can listen too. This episode contains content that may spark questions for your little one. The end of David's life is filled with messes, so the next few episodes will cover some hard topics requiring intentional follow-up conversations. We have done our best to make this podcast best for the kiddos while also remaining biblically faithful, but we also recognize that if you're going to read the Bible, subjects like these are bound to pop up. They are a part of the Bible because they are a part of the real world. If you think it's best to avoid any sensitive topics right now, go ahead and skip this episode. We will have this disclaimer at the beginning of any episode we think may be sensitive. Thanks again for listening. There was a famine in the days of David for three years. Year after year, and David sought the face of the Lord. 2 Samuel 21.1 Dear God, thank you for hearing us when we pray. We know that sometimes you don't answer the way we want you to. And that's okay, because you always know what's best. Help us to be patient when you are quiet and keep our hearts pure. We trust you. Father, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. David Writing Wrongs In our last story, Sheba leads the people away from Israel, and David wants to hunt down Sheba. In this story, we learn about a famine in the land and how David makes restitution to the Gibeonites. David collects the bones of Saul and Jonathan, and again more war against the Philistines breaks out, as inspired by 2 Samuel. Hi friends, it's Julia Sadler here. I'm so glad to have you here today. You are back for Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today, David is going to teach us yet another lesson, but this time it has to do with waiting. Shh. And silence. So what are we going to do? Let's jump in. There was no food in the land of Israel for three years. David first believed it was just a natural event until he realized that it was coming from God. So he asked the Lord what was going on, and the Lord told him, It is because of what Saul did to the Gibeonites. The tabernacles of God, the place where God dwelled, was in the land called Gibeon, where the Ark of God, which contained the stone writing of the Ten Commandments, was in Jerusalem, so that the people could worship God in two different places. When Joshua was alive, the people who lived in Gibeon, or the Gibeonites, made a deal with Israel. 
But King Saul ignored their agreements and decided to wipe out all of the Gibeonite people. He tried to kill every one of them so they would no longer exist. David went to the Gibeonites that were not destroyed and said, Our people have wronged you. How can we make it better and be at peace with you again? They replied, Money cannot make up for Saul killing our brothers and sisters. And we are too weak, and there is too little of us to bring revenge on Israel. But we are not mad at all the people who live in Israel. We are only angry at the man who tried to destroy all of us. David asked, So how can we help you? The people said, Give us seven of Saul's male family members. We are going to kill them in his hometown, near where the people worship God. David agreed and got two of Saul's sons and five of his grandsons. Because of a promise David made with one of Saul's sons, Jonathan, he did not choose his son Mephisbosheth to be killed. So the Gibeonites killed those men and put their bodies on a hill close to where the people went to worship. David went to the city where Saul and his son Jonathan were buried to get their bones. He then buried them with the seven other men in their family tomb. After all of this happened, David went to God in prayer about the land. God listened to him and answered his prayers. After a few years had passed, war was declared on Israel by the Philistines. David led his men into battle while fighting alongside them. During the fight, he became exhausted, and one of Goliath's family members noticed. He planned on killing David when David wasn't at his strongest, because the Philistine was a huge, strong man. He went to kill David, but one of David's men stopped the giant and killed him instead. David was then taken out of the fight. And his men took an oath to him, saying, Never again will you fight on the battlefield with us. You are the lamp of Israel, and your light shall never go out. After that day, David never went out to war again. Man, thank goodness David's friends were there to help him out. Today's story begins with another famine in the land. Does anyone else get hungry when we talk about the famines? I do. There was no food in Israel, and things were not looking up. God's people were getting scared, and most likely praying daily for God's help. But it seemed as though God wasn't answering. It seemed as though they were in the dark, waiting. Finally, David realizes that maybe God is being quiet for a reason. But what could it be? David does something smart when he doesn't think his prayers are being answered. He gets very still and asks God to answer his prayers. And when he asks, he also listens very closely with his heart. Like David, there will be many times in life when you feel like God is not answering a prayer. It may feel a little like you are in the dark too. Maybe someone you love is sick and you're begging God for healing. 
Maybe you have a big problem that you don't know how to solve. Maybe you want something or just need help doing something that's hard for you. In the Bible, we see a great example of this in the life of Job. He had some terrible things happen to him, and he was begging God to answer and help. But all he heard was silence and more silence. In fact, in the first 37 chapters of the book of Job, God is completely silent until he finally speaks. That's a long time. Sometimes it can be hard to understand why God would want to stay quiet and not answer our prayers. Doesn't he care? Yes, of course he does. And you can ask him. You can ask, why aren't you answering this? And you can tell God, ask God, please help me to stay strong while I wait for you. There are different reasons why God may not be saying yes to your prayers right now. One reason might be that it's not what's best for you, even if you think it is. He may have things he wants to teach you while you wait. God always gives us what we need. So if we don't need it, that's a reason we don't have it. He never denies us what we need to be close to him. He may want to work on your heart in ways you can't understand right now. Other times, God may not answer because he might be waiting for you to make something right. Maybe you have sinned or there's something you too need to talk about first. Maybe there's something wrong he wants to show you. This was the case for David. Remember Joshua? Years ago, he had made a promise to a people called the Gibeonites. When Saul became king, he broke that promise on behalf of God's people. So God wanted David to go make things right again. And thankfully, David obeyed. He went to the Gibeonites, apologized, and did what they asked him to do. And guess what? After that, the Bible tells us that David prayed to God again, and God answered, no more famine. The story ends with a familiar rival. Those Philistines are back, but this time, some of Goliath's relatives are after David. The Bible says that David was getting older and pretty tired. He couldn't fight like he used to. So David's servants fought for him. When David had no strength left to keep going, his friends gave him their strength and fought for him. This is one of the best things about being in the family of God and connected to the local church. As brothers and sisters in Christ, we can help each other. We can be strong when a friend is weak or let others help us when we're too tired to keep going. We close today's story with God's people comparing David to a lamp whose light will never go out. I love that. And that's not all. From David's family, we would soon have someone come who would be called the light of the world, Jesus. And when we walk with him, we're never in dark. Thanks for listening today. 
Next time, David is going to learn a hard lesson about pride, and we will too. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. If this podcast brought you joy and seems like something you want to share with other parents and kids, don't hesitate to share it with someone you care about. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.